Hello, Michigan Medicine, and welcome to the latest episode of the RAF Employee Podcast. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communications. I'm Dan's trusty sidekick for the day, Jeremy Fallis. Today, we're going to celebrate Nursing Professional Development Week and all the incredible colleagues who are helping to train and educate our nursing staff. Before we get into that, be sure you go back and get caught up on all the incredible episodes of the RAF you may have missed. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines week in review. On that note, let's bring in a few of our colleagues who are dedicated to nursing professional development here at Michigan Medicine. First, can you each introduce yourselves? Yeah, so I'll start. I'm Christy, and I am an educational nurse coordinator in the ambulatory care sites um, for primary care. Hi, I'm Tammy Myers, and I am one of four educational nurse coordinators in Von Voigtlander Women's Hospital. That's where the birthing center is. And I'm Austin Silver. I'm the educational nurse coordinator for CVC5 ICU. All right, that's great. Thank you very much. Now, can each of you go through sort of why you decided to become a nurse educator? Um, I can start. So I kind of have always wanted to be a teacher, or I've always wanted to educate, um, but not necessarily be a teacher. And so when this opportunity came up that there was this option to educate my peers and my colleagues, I thought, that's great. I can educate those people instead of, not those people, but um, educate nurses instead of having to go into the educational classroom setting where I was not a fan of teaching. It's kind of interesting. When I got my nursing degree, I liked to do all of it. I loved to care for patients um, in the birthing process. I loved uh, leadership and I loved uh, education. So I did them all for a long time. And then this gig came along. And so it's kind of the best of both worlds for me, the two things that I love to do the most. And that's um, educate new nurses. I love to um, I love new grads, externs, uh, people who come to Michigan Medicine um, because this is their dream job. So I think we have a really unique opportunity with them um, as it comes to that. And then we also have a staffing component. So I still get to do what made me love nursing to begin with, and that's to um, be at the bedside with our patients. So it's the best of both worlds for me. For me, it was kind of a surprise to become a nurse educator. It's not something that I um, originally would have ever thought I would go into as education. Um, just working with my patients over the years and all the things I've went for a lot of advancements and learning all the different devices in the CVICU and stuff. And after um, precepting multiple nurses and stuff, I've learned that, you know, I was kind of the resource for a lot of people. And over that time, it kind of got kind of thrust upon me to um, be the main trainer for our unit. And then over time, it just kind of snowballed. And then I ended up becoming the educator for the unit. Um, it's something I do really enjoy. It's just not something that I ever would have thought that this is where I'd be 10 years from when I started nursing. But I do really enjoy it. And I really love that I can still take care of patients and stuff, because really, that's where like my heart is that's why I wanted to become a nurse was to take care of patients um and I still I enjoy teaching nurses as well it's just um I didn't want to completely lose that um bedside care yeah so in in 2023 and not not just 2023 but any year there's always new techniques and procedures and ideas that come out 
uh, that nurse educators need to pass along to their fellow colleagues. Uh, what are some of the things that are happening now that are new and interesting that people should be aware of? Interdisciplinary drills is really kind of where things are at. As much um, live simulation as you can do to um, put staff and, and all of the staff, you know, nurses working with physicians and our unit clerks and all of our support staff to say, what would we do in this emergency situation and how would we handle it? So I think the simulated drills um, are one of the things that you're you're going to see a lot more of. Um, the technology is is amazing. I mean, when we switch to UCC phones, you know, sharing with our patients that these are actually our work phones and not our personal iPhones, um, but everything that we can do with that technology. Um, so I think just being able to adapt in those situations and utilize everything that's new is is where we have to stay on our toes. In the past year in the CVICU, we've started a um, CSU ALS class um, for our training our nurses how to open a patient's chest at the bedside if necessary, if there's risk for cardiac tamponade. Um, the class has been around at other hospitals and other systems for a while. It was actually started in Europe. And um, now we're kind of piloting a program here at U of M that we started within the past year. And it's interesting because just today we had a patient where we did have to like open their chest overnight at the bedside and rapidly transfuse them. So it was interesting to hear the nurse's response to saying that they were so happy that they were able to attend that training to be able to do those things. And the patient survived and is doing well right now. So it's just awesome to hear that we were able to do um, those types of things and provide that training to our staff. It's not that interesting at all, but COVID, <laughs> um, COVID vaccines, right? That's um, one of the biggest things I'm having to do education on right now are the vaccines and the rapid changing information about COVID itself. So not as cool as either of those, but um, a lot of my focus is on COVID and COVID vaccines. I think that might be more rapidly changing than any other, <laughs> aspect, right? I mean, that you get new information, I'm sure, on a weekly basis with that. So um, I know that nursing professional development has so many different paths. What specialty did each of you sort of home in on and, and why did you decide to go into those specialties? I um, specialize in cardiac um, surgery. Um, I originally started as like a medical ICU nurse, um, was where I got my training for the first year. And then I came over here and went into cardiac and just fell in love with it. Um, I, th I was very overwhelmed at first because there's so many devices up in the CVICU. Um, I've seen some amazing things. We've done some total artificial heart patients where they have basically no ventricles on their heart and there's just relying on a machine um, and just all the skills are necessary to know how to run those and ECMO and all that stuff. And since then, I just couldn't see myself doing anything else. Um, so that's what I started to really like about it. And then the more I knew about it, I wanted to share um, that with my colleagues and all the new people and students that come up here and educating the patients and families on what's going on and how they're going to get better and what I've seen happen for other patients in the past and how they can do it as well. I think for me, um, I've always been a labor and delivery nurse, just shy of 20 years. And um, that was where my heart really was. But um, 
because of my own labor and delivery experience and because I know that for a lot of patients, their first interaction in a health system can be when they come to have a baby. I really wanted to um, be good at what I did and have a clear understanding of everything that was involved. So um, I worked really hard to um, be a lifelong learner. Uh, I started with an associate's degree, then a bachelor's and a master's, and my master's is actually in nursing education. Um, certification in um, inpatient OB, but um, the certification I felt like most important was um, obstetrical and newborn quality and safety. So um, I'm very passionate about making sure when I, our patients come here to the hospital that not only we give them the best experience, but the safest experience possible. So I feel like that's a just a great privilege and opportunity to share that with staff that we onboard that we um, owe it to our patients. We have this um, we have this great reputation that we deliver exceptional care. And so living up to that reputation is is very important to me that, that we make sure that we impress that upon our nurses. Um, so I have been in private care for about seven years and I just really enjoyed it. And I thought when this opportunity came up, why would I choose anything else. I just really like ambulatory care, primary care, and the fact that the patients are always changing, but you have your few that are on your, they're your friendly faces, right? The ones you see often, and then you get new interactions always. And I like that change. So Christy, what are you most excited about moving forward? And this can go to the rest of the group after Christy answers as well, but what are you most looking forward to uh, when it comes to nursing professional development here at Michigan Medicine? I love all the opportunities. So like Tammy said, I am also in my, I'm in a master's program for education. And I love that U of M has offered us this ability to always be changing and they're always there to support us no matter what is coming our way. And so they offer us the opportunity to go get certified in a specialty and um, kind of also make the job our own. So if I want to educate in a certain way, they allow me that freedom to educate in a way that I think nurses would like or allow me to speak to the peer to my peers to see what they would like as well. I think we're so resource rich. Um, mm -hmm. If you've ever been a nurse in another health system, there just aren't the same opportunities out there um, where you have a reimbursement for certification and as well as encouragement and support. Mm -hmm. So here in the birth center, um, for the first time in a very long time, we have a full complement of leadership staff, but we have an incredible uh, education team. I'm one of four educators. We all have a specialty um, and we're all um, encouraged and supported to continue to advance, whether it's um, in our personal professional advancement, um, certified to teach um, fetal monitoring classes and um, neonatal resuscitation. So there's always an opportunity there. And then we're supported um, by our union with uh, staffing dollars that would um, continue to allow us to attend a conference. So making sure that our staff knows about all of these opportunities and then being able to support them in ways like with their schedule or um, sometimes just a, a shoulder to cry on because they know they have an exam or whatever's going on. Um, all of those things are, are really important, but um, go a long way with our staff and helping them to reach out. 
Um, I've been recently working hard getting our nurses involved at the unit level and at um, the hospital level and beyond. Some of our nurses have um, recently done their clinical ladder advancements from through the framework. Um, we had one nurse that became a level D and another nurse that became a level E and they are going to conferences. I've encouraged um, some of them to go to even international conferences um, to maintain their license and just learn things that are beyond locally what's going on, think more globally. Um, I'm going to New Zealand actually in November to go to the cardiovascular or the Society of Cardiothoracic Surgeons in Australia and New Zealand. So I'm going to, I'm very excited to see what they're doing down there and bring some of that information back to my staff. And it has created um, a good role model for my staff as well to think more globally. And they're also signing up to go to conferences that are out of the country. Um, one of our nurses just went to Dubai for a conference and another one is um, going to Paris. So it's awesome that we have the opportunities here at U of M to go to those with the conference funding that we get. Yeah, I love it. You can learn from other people and other people mm -hmm. across the globe can learn from you, right? It's sort of, it's a two-way street with that. And I think that's that's tremendous that we're all part of this global community. So thank you so much, Austin, Tammy, and Christy for sharing your insight during NPD week. If you wanna learn more about the impressive nursing professional development work being carried out at Michigan Medicine, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the lightning round when we ask one of our guests four quick fire <laughs> questions. Now, Christy, of course, your name is first in the alphabet, so you're in the hot seat. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm used to that. <laughs> Uh, so, Christy, if, if you didn't go into nursing, what other career would you want to be pursuing today? Um, I want to be a, a biologist with the CDC, something in like biological warfare or some sort of CDC thing. It's so cool. It's very intense. I like it. Yeah. All right. We've talked a lot about professional development on today's show. Who would you say has helped you develop the most during your career? Oh, it's hard to pick one, um, but I'd probably pick um, Chelsea Petit. She's a nursing director over at Brighton. She was a supervisor for me in the past when I worked in primary care and um, was always saying, you know, if there an educator job opens up, I think you'd be great. And she really just helped me want to be that person and just really pushed me along and made me feel comfortable. So, so back to school is on everyone's mind. Uh, did you have a favorite subject or teacher that stuck out to you growing up? Um, not a favorite. Favorite subject was always biology, but I had a favorite teacher in high school for English. And I, I still remember to this day some of the funny things he did. Um, All right. Now, it might not end until September 23rd, but that's coming up very quickly. What is the best moment or memory you made this summer? So much. So my son turned three. And so that was a big thing. It's just always fun to celebrate with little children. They get so excited over the littlest things. And so now he can say three and that he's, you know, now he wants a birthday every day. So now every day it's, oh, can we go to Target <laughs> to get my birthday drink? And like, nobody, it's not your birthday anymore. So that was my favorite time this summer. Everybody wants it to be their birthday. <laughs> well, thank, thanks so much, Christy, for joining us. And thank you, Tammy and Austin, for joining us and sharing your insight into nursing professional development and the work that you do every day. Very vital and important work. Uh, if you want to learn more about NPD, we, please go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org.
And while you're there, you can check out other featured stories from this past week, including a look at the Regional Alliance for Healthy Schools, which is expanding across Michigan, and insight into the colleagues you all name as Michigan Medicine MVPs. Find all that and more at mmheadlines.org. mmheadlines.org. Okay, Dan, we asked Christy her favorite moment from this past summer. What would you say was yours? Well, so, I mean, I wouldn't say a specific moment. My wife and I went on three different road trips. We road tripped out to Denver. We went to uh, Washington, D.C., and then we went to Philadelphia. Um, the Philly road trip was pretty cool. We actually stopped in Pittsburgh and went to PNC Park, and I love going to all the ballparks. So to be able to see that one is, is, a, is a gem out there in Pittsburgh. Um, we also found the gem that is Longwood Gardens, which has been surreal to see in the news lately, but less than a month ago I was there uh, just as a tourist and seeing one of the most beautiful, you know, botanic gardens that I've ever visited. So um, I would definitely say those road trips. What about you this summer? Yeah, my family and I, we got to travel quite a bit this summer uh, in the highlight. I went, I can't pick one specific moment, but obviously being able to take my kids and uh, having my dad and in-laws uh, join us for our trip to Europe was very special. We got to see some great places in France and Germany uh, and just so many amazing memories that were made by all of us. So that, that was a lot of fun. For over a century, Michigan Medicine has been on a mission to bring Michigan answers to patients and families across Michigan and beyond. It's why University of Michigan Health is honored to have been named Michigan's number one hospital once again by U.S. News & World Report and to have been named year after year to the prestigious honor roll of the nation's top hospitals. If you need a Michigan answer in your life, think Michigan Medicine and visit michigananswers.com. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. This week's question is, Wednesday marked a national day aimed at improving awareness of what health condition? Once again, Wednesday marked a national day aimed at improving awareness of what health condition? When you know the answer, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you to our three guests for joining us today. And thanks as always to all our listeners and viewers for everything you do for our patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.